Hey, folks, this is Brian Blessing. Hope you're enjoying the Hockey Betting Podcast. We have a couple chuckles. Try to get you a lot of winners. Check out the hockeybettingpodcast.ca. We got a number of books that have joined up with us and have incredible sign-up offers for you to play hockey with that first deposit. Get on board. Go to the hockeybettingpodcast.ca. Click the link, sign up, and have some fun with us. You're listening to the Hockey Betting Podcast with your hosts, Brian Blessing in Las Vegas and Cam Stewart in Toronto. This is the Hockey Betting Preview for Thursday, February 25th, 2021. And now live from Las Vegas, your host of the Hockey Betting Podcast, Brian Blessing. All right, folks, here we go. The Hockey Betting Podcast. If I should check out the website, thehockeybettingpodcast.ca. Click on the links, dive in, sign up, play along, and know that it's a marathon, not a sprint. Brian Blessing and Cam Stewart, I guess... You say it that way, Cammy. We we went off the tracks for a couple of days. What are you going to do? <laughs> hey, no, there's nothing you could do. No, there's some good things that you know, Brian. Like the Dallas Stars, they 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 you know they they played better. They finally responded against Florida. But I got to be honest with you, it's tough, man. Like I, I, I we've been covering this stuff for years, and usually see things like the crystal ball is getting a little bit cloudier. I didn't I didn't expect St. Louis to be this bad and not to score goals. You know, we talk about the totals. There's a lot of, like, it's tough. And all these teams that people are ragging on, like, the Kings aren't that bad. Detroit can kind of play. It's a a very competitive league. So if you're trying to pick on a team, it's not that easy. I I think I've got it to a degree. And that's, you know, if you get hit upside the head with a two-by-four, by by the third time, if you don't duck, you're a complete idiot. (laughs) You're you're, going to have drain damage. Now, I think what's happening, Cam, I think the games are changing. We talked about this, that it was a lot of pond hockey. It really was. And, guys, we're in this together. And, you know, it was weird. It was almost like, yeah, we're, we're playing. And, you know, another team got sick. And the other team saying, well, we're worried about those guys. Well, what is a hockey team ever worried about other guys? They, they, they like each other. And they're all trying to fight through this. The problem is now you're cycling through to the point where these teams have played each other two, three, four, five, six times. And the hate is showing up that we thought was going to be prevalent from day one. And the games are changing right in front of our eyes. Defense is a little better. Maybe the goaltenders. Look at your boy, Good Big point. Save. Look at your boy, Big Save Dave. I know. Dave he, couldn't, he, he couldn't stop a basketball, right? I, and and now he's hot. It's unbelievable, Brian. And know it's funny because I was doing some other shows, and I know we were taping and doing stuff and watching the game, and he made like 71 of 72 saves. Then they're talking on the broadcast. This guy was close to quitting. He had a, a, a head doctor, a shrink, you know, didn't know what the heck happened. This guy's standing on his head like he's the second coming of Ken Dryden against the Toronto Maple Leafs and almost won them the game, if not for an empty net goal and an overtime goal. Like the Leafs were very fortunate to, to get that win because they ran into a hot goaltender. But you said it. And these trends, you know, first game over, second game under, we're seeing a lot more unders. Let's just put it that way. Like, look at the Blues Kings, under, under, the Leafs Flames, under, under. A lot of these teams, I think now they're trying to, it's attention to detail and defense. And you know what I mean? I don't want to get into a, tra- a track meet. And let's call it out for what it is, Brian. Just like COVID and everybody else in a bad mood and we're dealing with this and a lot of problems in the world. These guys are human beings, too. And they have to go through this stuff. You can Hello. see it's not the same pace of play. It's just, it's not like it was out of the gate where these guys are nope, flying. It's, Every, it's biorhythms. Right now, everybody's biorhythms are down, and we're seeing two to nothing, two to one games. Like We're not seeing the energy level that we used to see. So, guys out there, I'm not just going to look at a couple teams and blindly bet overs. I'd say unders are going to be a lot more prevalent till these guys kind of get it right, Brian, and then 
leading up to the playoffs, maybe we'll have a little bit um, more spark, but you could tell they're definitely in a lull. No doubt, buddy. Let's dive in. We give it the old college try here. And listen, I think some of these games are going to be predicated on the standings in the situational place. And so many of the situational things we have talked about that we've given you like starting points, they're not always going to work. And some of the games that we, you know, listen, teams want to get road trips. Say it again. They want to get road trips off to a good start. At the end of a long road trip, let's say four games or more, last game, not good for these teams. They're mentally on the bus. Uh, generally, over in the first game of a series, under in the second, it's not a black and white. It's not an across-the-board thing. But the team that loses the first game, you got to look at long and hard because teams know they can't afford elongated losing streaks. There you go. There, there are many of the things that have worked a lot, way more often than not, up to this point. Chicago's at Columbus came on Thursday. Uh, Columbus minus a quarter. The total is five and a half. I just look at the standings. I know the Blackhawks are, you know, it's a great story that they, they got things turned around as bad as they look. They're 10, six and four, but you look at the game, both Chicago and Columbus have played 20 games. Columbus is three points in the standings behind for fourth, the final point in the center, uh, final uh, playoff spot in the central. This is a huge game. If Columbus and Tortorella is looking at, at, at the board, and it, these are you talk about four-point games, eight-point series, things like this, Columbus is sitting there going, we need the, this game. Columbus has to play this game like a playoff game. They'll, they'll fall five points back. No, I agree with you 100%, Brian, and that's the thing. I, I, it's probably my favorite game of the night. I like the Columbus Blue Jackets in this spot, I think. And remember, the last time they played these guys – Chicago had a two-goal lead. Columbus tied it up, and look how they've lost these games. Overtime, shootout, every time they play close, and Columbus has found a way to come back even when they weren't in this desperate time. Now we're only laying 20, 25 cents with the Jackets. It's going to be one of my better plays uh, for Thursday. I like the Columbus Blue Jackets to win like a 4-2 to two game. It's going to be pretty close to the number. Maybe I lean over when these teams get together. There are goals, but Columbus, the side, that's my play. Give me the Jackets. All right, and here's another one. I, I don't generally trust either team, but I'm looking at the standings. Florida's minus $1.30 against Dallas, and the total is five and a half. Dallas had lost six games in a row. They went through the COVID crap again, and they were off the sh- off the schneid. They had to come back. You look again, just simply look at the standings, and Dallas is eight points out of fourth. The good news is they have six games in hand on Chicago. Now, Dallas has an army of games they've got to make up. So as bad as it looks today, it's not that hideous. But this is a team that finally comes off a 3 nothing win. And Florida's been a wonderful story, Cam. They're 12-4-2. and two. But honestly, you tell me, do you trust Florida? Florida does this all the time. They start fast and then come back, back to the pack. I agree, and I think it's kind of similar to, like, I look at this game kind of like the Blues and Kings game. What's everyone going to do? And I was wrong. I really like St. Louis Blues on Wednesday, Brian. I told you when we were doing our other show, I'm like, I can't believe these guys haven't scored a goal. And I see the same type of game for Dallas. You're giving me this team at plus 10, 15 cents as a dog. Would you be surprised if they beat Florida 3-1 to or 3-2 to again? You know what I mean? Get it done, and Dallas is desperate. I really like what I saw. I watched that game. You know, when we were just getting on the air yesterday, I thought Dallas played tight defensively. They got good goaltending. To me, it's Dallas or nothing. I prefer Columbus, but I'll take the small pooch in the Dallas Stars. Hey, here's my advice. Carolina, Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay is minus $1.45, the total six. I would just say this. The plus price is attractive 
Yeah. But I would say sit back and watch this game because these are the two teams we said would vie for the division uh, from day one. They're great teams. Either team can win this game. I don't think I'm I'm not laying a, four, a buck 45 against Carolina because I think the world of Carolina, I just think it's a great hockey game. And to me, I'm going to watch and enjoy. I'm not going anywhere near. Maybe you got an opinion. I don't know. I got a small one, but I'm, I'm with you, Brian, and I'm getting sick and tired of Carolina losing to Tampa. I could tell you that. I I even had them plus one and a half uh, clip to a parlay with Dallas. You know what I mean? I'm thinking, oh, I'll just get that goal. And what did they lose? There was two nothing, three nothing after the empty netter, right? So I like Carolina at plus 120. I'm very hesitant to go play them again because it's tough. Tampa Bay is just a damn good hockey team. They're professional. And the thing about Brian is they don't have a lot of letdown nights. Like they got good young guys on the team. You saw Colton. He got his first goal the other night. It's, it's just like they do things the right way. They get everyone involved. It's tough. Carolina, if they're desperate and they show up tonight, they are going to be a nice dog at plus 120. I'll probably play it for very small, but I lean to Carolina in a bounce back spot. And Not totally confident because Tampa always seems to beat them. All right. You know what? Okay. If... And the information has been really sketchy on the goalie front. I mean, sure really, has. Yeah, that, that, really bad. Every time I play it, their game, it says Ryan, uh, it, and they got that Russian guy who well, three right, jerks to put his tonight, name tonight. Tonight, though, it's listed or at least projected. Well, it's saying confirmed, but I got news for you. I, I don't trust it. And the confirmed. NHL's got to get their head out of their backside here. Uh, tell us who the starting goalies are. But it is saying that McElhaney's going to be the guy. So that would even point you more. If you were going to play it, and I'm not, but it, it would point you more towards the Carolina side or maybe the over. But yeah, I, You know what, Brian, too? And I still like it, but I'm going to tell you these backup goalie things. Like It used to be like a license to print money, but I now know. I look at the player's mentality. It's like, say I was the backup goalie, right? And you're the starter. It's like, guys want to play. Hey, it's Cam's night, you know? God, I know I'm the big, big cheese, but this guy's still part of the team, and they play hard for him. But McElhaney has got in the net a few times, so I do – Agree with that, Vasilevsky's head and shoulders better than him. I just kind of think everything points to Carolina due to Tampa Bay's dominance over them. I think Carolina's going to come out very angry. You know what, Brian? I actually might approach this game a little bit differently. I might take Carolina first goal or first uh, period. Oh, Something right. a little bit different. Hey, Pittsburgh and Washington. How about this one, buddy? I mean, basically, it's a pick with Washington at home. Pittsburgh wins the last game 3-2, total 6.5. We say, look at the team that lost the first game, the revenge spot. Listen, Pittsburgh got it turned around. Again, I just keep waiting for this. This is going to come back to the mean here, that this was a wake-up from Hextall and Burke. And I don't know, but I, 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 it's not on the dance card. I had the over in their last game. It didn't get there. The total on the game is six and a half. I mean, I, I maybe take a peek at Washington in a revenge spot, but not for me. Yeah, I probably am going to play Washington small, Brian. It's funny, when we first started this show, I'm like, God, I don't like anything. Now I'm thinking I like about four or five games, and that could be dangerous because it's so unpredictable. But I do like the bounce-back factor in Washington. But Pittsburgh scares me. You said it. They've been fantastic since Burke and Hextall have been there. The the attention to defense, everyone was blindly betting overs. Not so much. Every time they're playing now, they're, they're have you seen Pittsburgh's underrun lately? Like, this, that's the thing. It's a six-and-a-half total. Like, I really want to step up with the over. I'm not doing it. For me, it's Washington, revenge spot. I like the Capitals. Don't love it, but I like it. Here's a really weird game. Calgary's at Ottawa. Calgary's at dollars fifty, a dollar sixty. Six or six and a half is the total here. These two teams, we called this. And mark here again, mark these things down. If a team gets pumped and really embarrassed, these guys have professional pride. Hockey players for the most part are accountable guys. And 
We had Calgary get embarrassed in the one game, come back and then be against Edmonton and came back and beat Toronto. We had Ottawa get embarrassed by Toronto, and then they came back and they beat Montreal, not once, but twice. But Calgary's lost four of their last five. How the hell are they at $1.60 at Ottawa? Ottawa's playing hard. They are. Ottawa is playing hard, but I'd be very careful backing Ottawa. Just watching Calgary against Toronto, they've actually been a little bit snake-bitten. Uh, big save, Dave. You know uh, Markstrom's out, so he's going to play again. I think that's a good thing. He he wants to play right now, and that could be really dangerous. So is, is this number all about the goalie? Yeah, I think it is all about the goalie. I, I got to be honest with you. I kind of like Calgary to get the win because I think they're going to be mad after that loss to the Leafs, but it's a tough spot. Ottawa's more rested, you know, but they seem like, to me, a public dog. I don't know, Brian. I really want to play this game with Calgary, like maybe put it in parlays, but I'm going to have to let it pass. I got to be more Donnie disciplined, right? Like you, like you're not going to play every game on the board, but I, I like what I saw out of Calgary against the Leafs. They've really tightened up defensively and let's call it out for what it is. Hutch even made some big saves in that game. Uh, the Leafs backup goaltender. I think Calgary's a little bit better than Ottawa, but Ottawa's Stutzla and all these other guys are figuring it out. Very difficult game. I lean Calgary, but I don't love it. All right, just based on the number, and I hate that, but I mean, you know, there's so many other things go into it. But Boston and the Islanders, Boston's a dollar thirty on the road. The total is five and a half. It's shaded to the under. I, I really can could make the case that this total should be five. The Islanders should decline penalties whenever they come their way because their power play is an atrocity. It is. Both, both goaltenders are terrific. The one thing we're getting here is this is, and we didn't get the chance with Vegas and Colorado because they played each other, uh, but Philly did beat the Rangers, but it's Boston's first game off the layoff and their first game you know, off the outdoor rink. I like the under, but... Well, I looked at the... Yeah, that's actually an interesting point. So look at Colorado, the way they played against minnesota like you know what i mean and i like colorado the other night too put in parlay see that's the thing like you can't just add a game and like in the old days and it wins it doesn't minnesota beat these guys i'll tell you one other thing brian take a look what team has given boston fits this year it's the islanders sure. they beat them both well, the, times they play well, they're, they're staring ah. at themselves in the mirrors what's exactly happening. the islanders in boston are basically doppelgangers and i'll take the home team Ooh, good, plus word. 110. good word we had we had a we had a bigger you know, <laughs> production budget, there'd be a bell or a, the yeah, hey, arts camp, camp of the day. Yeah, yeah, like, down P- yeah like Pee-wee's Playhouse, doppelganger, me, all, <laughs> all sorts of pucks and stuff all on my face. Yeah, that's exactly the word of the day. Anyway, I like the Islanders. It's not just, uh, it's, it's just they play Boston tough, but it's a tough game. Boston could come out there, Brian, but I like your angle, like outdoor game, waiting, different type of ice. The shenanigans, you know, getting back from Lake Tahoe. Give me the New York Islanders as, as a dog. All right. Nashville in Detroit. Oh, um, boy. Okay. I'm going to say, I like okay, this is it. I'm going back to Detroit. And if you can't beat Nashville this time, remember that game was 0 0 going into the third period. Nashville scored a squeaky one and they ended up winning 2 nothing. I think Detroit can beat them this time. Give me the, give me the Red Wings. I'm playing this game. It's a leap of faith, but we're getting 40, 35, 40 cents with Detroit. I'm in. Uh, I, I lean, I lean wings. Do you zigzag the thing? I mean, the total, uh, that's, that's the only thing it would get us is that you would zigzag it here. But the, the one thing I would say is that even if the game is played in a wide open style, I don't trust either one of these teams to put the puck in the net. It's, it's Grice and Rene. Um, you know, Grice, look at this man. 
one ten and three for this guy. Good lord, he's not even like the the thing is Grice isn't even that bad. Like we've seen him with the New York Islanders. Like Detroit's just they're a bad hockey team, Brian. But one thing is they were still hanging with Nashville when they didn't play well. So I look at this game revenge spot plus one forty home mm, wings and plug your nose and hope for the best. I guess. It's All right. Game. <laughs> All right. We we would do. Let's not waste a lot of time on the pies. We, we listen. They fire Claude Julian. I don't understand this one. Uh, clearly, they had their eye on the interim guy. Thought of Ducharme. He's their next guy. Uh, clearly, that they, they weren't thinking to keep Julian long term. So, so why did why wouldn't you, why would you even start the season? Exactly. With him? Excellent. I, point. I, I don't get it. I, I don't you know. Brought I, up a great point last night, Brian, when we're doing our uh, our, our podcast that we do. Uh, it's ridiculous. This guy's a cancer survivor or two. Isn't like Julian had a health heart issues. problem. Yeah, sorry, he had, heart he had, problem. Thank he had you, a heart thank problem you. when yeah, they were in the bubble. That's the thing. Guy's got a heart problem, and, and you're firing this guy at this point in the season because you lost two games. And I told you, I was angry last night. I think, go oh, on, Carey Price and the defense got Claude Julian and Kirk Muller fired. I expect Montreal, though, after this type of thing to come out and, and be at their best. They got to win. They got to win this game. This team is ice cold right now. Winnipeg, they can beat these guys. I know. I remember. Um, I, I think Montreal has a very good history of going into Winnipeg and winning. So I'm going to take the Montreal Canadiens in this spot. I know it's a, it's tough, but I'd prefer Allen to be in net than Carey Price as well. But I like Montreal. You know, yeah, on the coaching change alone, you look at Montreal. I'm, you know, yep. they, the guys get a bounce in their step for the new guy. All right, Edmonton, Vancouver. Total, as you'd expect, is six and a half. Uh, Oilers on the road, $1.40. Cameron, is is that a little too spicy? It is, and I'll tell you, I was on Vancouver that night too. I told you, Brian, like we were on fire, but I'm not. We got to be transparent. The last couple nights, I've had winners, but not used to the losers that I'm having, and a lot of parlays are getting clipped and destroyed. And I'm looking at my totals, going, mm, "You're not on fire the way you used to be." But I'm going back to the Vancouver Canucks. It might be stupid, and see, see, Brian, you're smarter than me. I don't learn my lesson because I keep on banging my head against the wall. You said it like you're an idiot if you do the same thing three times. This Vancouver team's killed me this year, but. I think this is the spot that they get it right. So I'm on Vancouver. All right. And then we get another one here, but it's going to be, and I'm, I'm glad to see Kruger's doing this. He is coming back. Kruger, you couldn't get naked in the silk sheets. <laughs> <laughs> He's, Kruger, you couldn't even smooth. A, I guess that's a, <laughs> Kruger, your, Kruger, my son says your company. My son says your company's <laughs> awful. Thank you. I uh, love that. So Cougar at Festivus, one of my one of my favorites. You couldn't get with the silly. George George airbrush George airbrushes himself out of the photo at the beach. Oh, it's so good. But it's so good. I, I listen. Buffalo's got these guys' number. I I believe. I they I think that they outplay them badly. I think the last couple of games. Uh, defensively, the Sabres are a mess. Ristolainen's been out. I'm telling you, what's um, Colin Miller's playing so bad. It's unbelievable. But they they had this kid jump in. He's one of the studs from Providence, one of their prospects, Bryson, because Borgen's out for the year now. And this kid jumps in. He, he looked like better than uh, he looked better than every defenseman on the team, save Darlene. And the the kid looked really good. But the forwards are starting to get their act together a little bit. And I'd look at Buffalo against Jersey. I, I think they got their number. 
know what, Brian? The is, 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 we still have the the COVID revenge angle still in play, Cam. Yeah, I don't know. I I think New Jersey needs to get it right. That last game against Buffalo, I see the Devils winning winning this game. It's it, it's not the best game on the board, but. I, I, I think I might take a shot with the New Jersey Devils, but you said it. Buffalo seems to play. Certain teams just own certain teams. We've talked about this a long time ago. Like, why is Buffalo beating San Jose when San Jose was unbeatable? Sometimes things just happen, and Buffalo plays New Jersey really, really well, but I'm going to take, take the Devils. All right. Devil. Uh, all right. We shall see how that one pans out. I, I, you know, I keep saying I'm done, and I, what do I do? I keep well, we're never I, done. No, That's I can't. But I, no, but I, then I sit down and... I, I watched I watched the Sabres and Devils tonight. I, I I can't help myself. I can't help myself. I mean, yeah, you know, you know what woke him up? They 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 benched. They, they they tried him on the first line. They put him on the fourth line. Now they sat him out. Skinner's making nine million dollars. Skinner, can't even, can't Skinner's even robbing. The we should actually go to Skinner's house with Balaclavas and just take money. He's stealing from Buffalo. <laughs> I mean this with all sincerity, Cam. What's a Balaclava? <laughs> It's a mask. They're basically like a think about a toque, but you put it on the f- face. You cut out some really? eye holes and a mouth hole so you can breathe. And we go up I, the sk- hey, Skinner. Open up the safe. Like, I, I can't never believe heard that word. You've I've never heard of balaclava that before? I've never heard that word before. Anyway, a balaclava is basically a tool that uh, instead of a robber putting pantyhose over their head, it's uh, a great tool to rob a bank. It's basically a toque with just eyes and a mouth and, hey, Skinner, give me the money type of thing, right? It is. Yeah, he's he's the robber, not us. But that guy's stealing from the Buffalo organization. It's unbelievable. Oh my lord! What the worst contract in the bigs. All right, Skinner. all right. Check it out, thehockeybettingpodcast.ca, and uh, hit the links. Jump in, play along as we move to Friday. Uh, Boston and the Rangers. Boston has to play the night before. Rangers coming off a one goal loss at Philadelphia. Cam, uh, the opening number here, Boston, like a dollar seventy on the road, and they're playing back to back nights. Then, by the yeah. way, you get the you got this Panarin thing. I should have taken that into account a little bit, or maybe a lot. Yeah. Uh, and the, I I faded the Flyers because of the outdoor game thing. But you you wonder about this Panarin thing and what's going on in the room with the Rangers. I'm going to tell you this, and this is just a p- opinion. They don't express you or the rest of the show, but um, this is blackmail and sabotage i don't think panarin did nothing it's obviously he ripped putin he ripped putin in the russian government and this is what they do they brian you're 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 around during the alex mcgillney days this is what russian governments do if you mock them they'll they'll either have you killed or they'll take your money I and right now they're creating stories about panarin i don't think he touched a woman in a well, strip no. club back in whatever the hell it was and i think uh, this guy's getting absolutely Blackballed and, oh no, and, he's worried about his family. He really yeah, is. He's worried. You know, like you, when you mess with Vladimir Putin, like you got bigger problems. So, uh, it, the Rangers, yeah, I'm not sure about their mindset. We'll see how Boston does. If they lose that game to the Islanders, they'll probably come back strong. But I'll tell you one thing: I'm not laying a buck ninety with these guys on the road. So pass. Yeah, you mess with Putin, he's not even going to wear a bother to wear a Bella Clava. No, he'll just. <laughs> <laughs> What, 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 this vial of poison? Enjoy your eggs and toast. Yeah, we'll go to Vegas at Dupar's. Next thing you know, I'm starfished on the carpet. You know, the guy's going over with me with the sanitizer and shampoos. That's why I don't go to the plaza anymore, Brian. They use so much damn. Remember because everyone was smoking in there? I, I remember one time me and Lisa hung out there all day. Like we were like dizzy falling down. I'm like, what do they put in the carpet stuff? Got it, Reed. Like I, like I, I had a headache for like two days. I'm uh, like, I lay it down with the sanitizers. God. You know, you got to pick your spots when you do this stuff. 
because I've got all the goofball analogies, and, you know, a lot of them are my own. I've selectively stolen some nice ones. Mike Robitaille, I've stole a lot of his little idiotisms that people think are goofy and funny. Can I can I have your permission at some point to use starfish? Yeah, starfish is a great <laughs> term. Starfish just means like you're absolutely I know what it like means. the drunkest, drunkest guy you know. Like I remember, no, I actually, Brian, like I remember we were walking across the casino floor and I got like weak. And I'm like, fall, I'm like, I'm like, star, I'm like, I'm getting up. I'm like, God, these carpet deodorizers. I don't know what the hell they did in that place, but man, it put me in orbit. It is the strongest drug oh. ever. But uh, what, what's the next game? Los Angeles. <laughs> wait, 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 real, real, real quick. I just got to tell you, honestly, good. this COVID thing ain't going to bother us. It ain't going to get us. I've, I've been saying this it, 10 years down or how it maybe not. How many years down the road? The damn COVID thing didn't get us. I'd be walking into the radio studio every day. And the guy's in there spraying like Lysol or in pine, pine saw or whatever. I go, the COVID ain't going to get me this, this stupid crap you're spraying in the air is killing me. Yeah. Pine saw is, uh, yeah, that's, that's another one that'll like just blow your head off. Like for fumes, like I'm not really down with that uh, cleaner. Not, not my favorite, but uh, All right, uh, let's, uh, here, here what do we go. like here? Los, uh, Los Angeles wait, is hotter than uh, Satan's armpit right now. And great. Now. Yeah. What I tell you last year, they were the sneaky license to print money. I think they're at it again. Minnesota scored five goals or more in three games in a row. Minnesota is a sneaky over team, but the Kings are playing. This is a really interesting game. And all of a sudden, Cam, this Pacific division that I was poking holes at and making fun of it, how weak it is in the three teams at the top, Arizona, the Wild, you know, even – even the Sharks maybe could get their head out of their backside. But this is going to be a heck of a battle with Minnesota and Arizona for that fourth spot. And the Kings, I'm sorry, Minnesota, uh, Minnesota, Arizona, and the Kings. That actually is a very big game in the Pacific Division. Yeah, it is. And let, let's give Arizona full marks, too. These guys are down every night to Anaheim. They come back both nights for multiple goals. And down three. Yeah, they've been like the new Boston Bruins. Great live bet, and you can make a, a killing there. But uh, – yeah, Brian, I don't know. I don't want to step in front of the Kings right now. Like, the Kings are just – Minnesota beat Colorado, too. I'm not laying 60 cents. It's For me, it's over five and a half. Kings are nothing. All right, and then you do – you kind of went to it. Let's wrap it up with Colorado, a little stone in their shoe, having lost two in a row, going to Arizona where there will be some fans and likely – There'll be some Colorado fans at the game. That's the that's kind of the nature of one of the, one of the arenas that has fans in it. It's a dollar fifty, a dollar sixty on the road. But you would think Colorado's in a pretty rotten mood, wouldn't you? Yeah, I I, I do. Uh, and that was a pathetic performance. Like they were, they came back against Minnesota. Then it was bang, bang, bang. They were out of the game real quick in the third period there. So Colorado, uh, I have a feeling Arizona's going to be in big trouble, especially. I like to play on teams that have those comeback wins. It's not like they played their best hockey. They fell asleep. That's a big mistake against Colorado. They're not going to wake up this time. Give me the avalanche. All right, my friend, off to the weekend. Let's go. Uh, Philly Buffalo. This is a 1 p.m. game. You might be due for a Hutton appearance here. I don't know. But I know this. I've told you this. Buffalo plays well in the day. Buffalo scores goals in the day. Buffalo and the Flyers have played many a game in Buffalo in the day, and they are high scoring. I like the over in this game, and I again, I, I think Philly's good, but I don't think they're as great as everybody makes them out to be. As a home dog on Saturday, I, I don't think a Buffalo 
win is out of the question, but I do think there'll be goals. Yeah, I agree with that. I, I, I think Buffalo, actually, I probably will take Buffalo. Philadelphia feeling good because they beat the Rangers. Buffalo, they've been playing a little bit better. I got one for Saturday, too, and this is looking way far ahead, everybody. So just remember, me and Brian, if we like anything, maybe we'll tweet out something if it changes. But I like Columbus. Let's remember the last time uh, Nashville played Columbus. That was a get-right spot for Nashville. They were the like coldest team in the league, and they won. You talk about Columbus needing points, Brian. I think they go into the road. There'll be a nice price, and they beat Nashville. That's something I like for Saturday. A marquee game on Saturday night, Matthews, McDavid. Although Matthews blocked that shot, he went down. Yep. He went down like he was shot. Did, did he come back in that game, Cam? He, yeah, he did. He, did. Yeah, he, did. Right. he, he played right. He played hurt. And uh, it was funny, the Leafs kind of mixed up the lines yesterday, and I got to give the coaching staff a lot of credit. They went with Nylander usually, and he scored the tying goal and the game-winning goal, end-to-end. So I'll, good I'll move you, by them. These hockey players are something. You and I, were we were doing a – a podcast together, uh, and I, I look up and I got a TV set up on the patio. It's like literally like right in front of my face. I had my head down and I looked up, and it's just Scandella for the Blues on his knees. And I'm counting. It looks like about seven teeth on the ice. How many? T- oh my god! Did you ever see that? No, I haven't seen it yet. That's the thing. Like, yeah, we're just, I'm gonna take. I'm gonna take a look and find that out. No, these guys are insane. Like Dan O'Plan. Scandella, yeah, like he, he's done. Like that's the thing. You lose all your teeth, and the guys like, yeah, don't worry about it, guys. I'll, I'll be back. Give him the old thumbs up. But uh, hey, man, you you said it. Scandella might not be the best defenseman in the league. That guy's tough as nails. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. Thing is, this is the rub. This is predicated on what happens on Thursday. Minnesota scoring goals. If if the Minnesota L A game, the first game in Minnesota, is high scoring. I'm coming right back with a low-scoring game here on Saturday night. But the, I, I got to tell you, there's a caveat on it. We don't know what happened Thursday night. Exactly. That's that's the thing. So all these picks that we're giving on Saturday and Sunday are predicated on, like, what happens and, you know, if we like a revenge angle and stuff like that. And remember, we don't, we're not, we can't even get goaltender information on the same day, Brian. How are we going to get it two days in advance? So these are things, guys. Check, double-check that stuff and find out what's going on because uh, they've been very, very tricky saying, like, likely, but it's not confirmed. And there's been a lot of, you know, Houdini acts with the goaltending situations for sure. Vegas is at Anaheim. Cam, now here, here's the deal where we say over in the first game, under in the second game. This is a one-off. This is just a game. But they, the, the first game of the two games set, Vegas over, second game under. They played again, first game over, second game under. This is a one-off. And Vegas had a game canceled against San Jose. Uh, they're they're going to get a, a, a light practice in. I think the fact that the San Jose game was canceled is a big boost for Vegas because they've been riding flurry like Seabiscuit. He is he's on the fast track to the Vesna right now. Seriously, Flurry's yeah. been unbelievable. And the fact now he gets a rest for this game means you're gonna see him again for another three games in a row. So Flurry and Gibson in this one off and and DeBoer shuffled the lines around, which had a big impact in their win over Colorado. Uh, but Gibson and Flurry, I gotta look under. Yeah, I, I would agree with that, and that, and that's that's the thing. Anaheim can play that style, even though recently, Brian, they've been scoring goals. I would I would lean under with Flurry too, but uh, you you know what I mean. They're a weird team. Sometimes they get together with Vegas at six to five. Other times it's one nothing. So you know what I mean. It's one or the other. Usually it doesn't land in the middle. They usually have a wicked defensive game, or uh, things get a little bit stupid. Usually double digit goals. Did you happen to see real quick Zegers? 
the, the shootout goal he scored? No, I did. I told you, Brian. I, okay, I okay, okay. I don't no, watch right, shootouts no, very no. much anymore. I just kind of. I, I, I just never go I, well. No, I happen to see it on Twitter. I mean, Cam, the kid came in and not crawling, but not racing either. And it's, it takes a kind of a straight line at the goalie, and he just looks at the goalie, and like the most uh, nonchalant flip of the wrist, not a not a like, you know a snapshot, like just it's just he. Plink, he just, but he was about 15 feet out. Cherry picked the corner. I'm going, oh my God, look at this kid. He's going to be good. He is. No, I, 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 that's the thing though, Brian. It's just one of those things. Like I, I, when I, when I see the shootout, it's like what we talked about on the podcast, just diminishing a really good sport. Like I just really wish one of us was in charge of something so we can change this thing and get the three on three overtime and, and get real results in games. I, I told you. Uh, people, soccer is the most popular game globally. They have ties. I, I don't even care if hockey's tied after a 10-minute three-on-three overtime. What do you think about Sunday, uh, Brian? These no, games no, are so, well, well, so go, far ahead. One, so more, far ahead. Uh, one more Saturday. One more, okay. and, and then we'll go. And I may have a real hard time talking you into this one. St. Louis is at San Jose. I wanna, I'm curious what the number will be. Now, St. Louis has lost four of five, and they beat San Jose in overtime, 3-2 the first game. Lost the next one 5-4. They were both one-goal games. But, Cam, here's the deal. St. Louis is treading water, and they're skating in mud. But, oh, my good Lord, look at this. One, two, three, four, five, six. It is the first game of a six-game road trip off a hideous homestand. We've been saying this all year long. First game of a long road trip. Teams want to get it off to a good start. On that premise alone, and I'm hoping the number's deflated, I would have to look at St. Louis. I will look at St. Louis because I'm stupider and I'll keep on going to a team. Honestly, Brian, this one team has single-handedly destroyed me the last couple nights that have been cold. It's been St. Louis. I've had them in parlays. I've had them single-handedly. They can't get score a goal. They can't win a game. I went back to the over. They lose two to one. Uh, I don't know what the hell is going on, but I'll tell you one thing. When they play San Jose, usually these games go over and it's pretty tight and they're going to be angry as hell. I think they probably get to the over themselves. This could be like one of those games where they just absolutely snap and take out every little bit of frustration on SJ Sharkey. I think St. Louis wins like a six to three game. All right. Sunday. I'll just tell you folks, it's tough uh, for us to do this for you, but we're looking at What do we got? Uh, two, four, we got six games. You start noon Eastern. Boston's at the Rangers. I would say, Let's see what Boston does in that first game. Uh, again, <laughs> you yeah. know, I, Boston's playing three games here since Thursday. So a little mini gauntlet for the Bruins. The, the rub is, Cam, you got Halak or you got Rask. You're not getting hurt either way. No, no, you're not. But here, here's here's the thing about this, this game. Remember Boston played the Rangers in that game at like minus 185. If they win, the Rangers could be in a sneaky spot also. Guys, I've been noticing, I'm, I wish I had a database to like figure this stuff all out <clears throat> and lines fluctuate, but a lot of underdogs on the weekend and a lot of afternoon games with underdogs, right, Brian? Like you remember the Sabres used to be in that spot. They, they win those games as underdogs in the afternoon, early start. I kind of look at the Rangers. Maybe they galvanize themselves after uh, the Panarin situation. If they get smoked by Boston, that other game, I'm probably going to come back to the Rangers. All right, Philly, Buffalo, you get a back-to-back games day games in a 24-hour window, my my guess would be it's going to be Elliott versus Hutton. I think you may get both backups here. You may. 
you may, but, and, and I'll tell you one thing, um, this is an overspot and we had, uh, Brian, I'm not sure if you know, um, what's his name? Dave from Cantor gaming. He's a new, uh, contributor on the show. He was on with Gabe and I last night. Fantastic person. He's uh, going to be like a regular in-game live betting guy with us. I'm not sure what's his last name, but, uh, he works for the network now. I know, I know you know him because I think yeah, he lives in uh, the desert. And uh, we were talking about the Philadelphia Flyers as an over team. And he liked the over with the, the Rangers last night. And you saw what happened in that game, man. There was like bang, 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 goals out of the gate. Flyers don't play any defense. Buffalo can score over. Overs the play in the 308 game, Eastern time. All right. And then Washington's at New Jersey. Jersey, uh, tough, man. I mean, they're, they're coming back to reality a little bit. Pass. Hey, I, I take New Jersey. They lost a heartbreaker to Washington, but pass this game. That that's a, that that game. I have nothing good to say about that game. I have no vibe, total or side. And then you know what's going to happen, Cam? It's the the get out game. It's on the tube. Detroit and Chicago. This number. What you're going to get? What the Blackhawks like 50, 60, 65? Are they are they really that good? Because it's Detroit. Should they be no. laying that number to anybody? I don't know. I agree. And I'm going to I'm going to look at Detroit. I think uh, you you said it. You brought up a good point. It's the getaway game. Everyone's just going to think about every parlay that has the Blackhawks attached to it. Maybe something in the NBA or whatever. Be very careful. Detroit. They beat Florida four to one on Super Bowl Sunday. They have a tendency to like upset you in the last game of the weekend, Brian. It's just one of those weird, quirky things. I would look at Detroit, especially on the puck line at parlays. All right, there you go. The HockeyBettingPodcast.ca is the website. Uh, articles attached along with what we do, and the you know we've got the books sitting there. They've got the introductory offers. We invite you to click on, get in, uh, you know, hey, take advantage of some of the cool introductory offers that are there for you. Play along with us. Again, you know, doing our level best, trying to plot the course a few days in advance and give you an overview. I think we we landed on something there that that we like, Cam. And, and there's a, there's a buyer beware mentality, but I would just say, as a summation point, just just follow some of these angles that have been constant and true, and things that you'll spot that maybe we didn't talk about, and you know, things that work for you. Never never, you'll blindly go with a pack of idiots that tell you something. The, the bottom line is when you have things that work for you, stick to your guns. And a lot of times, I always say this too, and when it comes to playing the ponies, Cam, I'm like, I look at a race, and it's the way I play the horses. Like, to, unless I'm playing a pick three or pick four, and I got to really sit down. I look at a race, Cam, and in a minute and a half, two minutes to post, and pray I don't get shut out. Okay, it's that, and he's the, he's the tactical speed. He's going to get first run. Here's the best closer. Bam. Walk up, make a bet. Your, yep. your your first your first look at something is usually right, and the more you stare at something, you'll overthink it and out and talk yourself out of something. That excellent, was excellent point, Brian. That's what happened in golf with me. I looked at Max Homa, and I almost got off it because of the putting and everything else. The name popped out. He won at forty-seven to one. Instincts are important. You know, you could take all the Corsi, the Saber metrics, everything. Yeah, it has to be baked into the cake, but you need the eye test. It means you watch the games every night. And guys, be careful. It seems like we're in a little bit of a lull here. So we're having some of these lower scoring games. These teams, you could tell they're kind of skating in quicksand right now. It's tiring. But uh, you know, Brian, things change really quickly. We had all those overs and then unders, and then it could go back to that. So we got to be on top of that. And if anything changes, Maybe we'll like tweet out a pick because uh, yep. yeah, we do this stuff days in advance and opinions change hourly sometimes, you know, so uh, there's games that I like now that I'm going to have a totally different opinion about in a, a day or two. And just because it sounded good in a sentence and Cam said it, I just final piece of advice. 
If you do walk up to the windows to make your bets, don't wear a Bella Clava. Yes. <laughs> because you could end up starfished. <laughs> you could end up starfished with a taser in your back. <laughs> oh, put a lid on it, Cammy. Have at it. Beep, 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 beep. Hey, folks, this is Brian Blessing. Hope you're enjoying the Hockey Betting Podcast. We have a couple chuckles. Try to get you a lot of winners. Hey, we hope you like what you're hearing. And if you do, hit the subscribe button. Give us a review. Give us a rating. Most importantly, enjoy the hockey and keep coming back to the Hockey Betting Podcast. The handicapping and sports odds information contained on this podcast is for entertainment purposes only. Please confirm the wagering regulations in your jurisdiction as they vary from state to state, province to province, and country to country. Using this information to contravene any law or statute is prohibited. The podcast is not associated with, nor is it endorsed by any professional or collegiate league, association, or team. This podcast does not target and is not intended for an audience under the age of 18. If you think that you have a gambling addiction, stop this podcast now and please seek help. Gambling and betting on sports is a form of entertainment and should be about having a good time. But when done excessively, it may negatively affect other areas of a person's life, such as their physical and mental health, school or work performance, finances, and or interpersonal relationships. At the Hockey Betting Podcast, we're concerned about the addiction that gambling may cause. And for this reason, we encourage everyone to practice responsible gambling an approach to gambling that helps you ensure that it remains an enjoyable activity. Here are the main principles of responsible gambling. Don't think of gambling as a way to make money. Always gamble with money that you can afford to lose. Set limits and stick to them. Never chase losses. Don't gamble when you're depressed or upset and create a healthy balance. Always be aware of how much time you spend gambling or thinking about gambling. And do not allow gambling to cause you to miss out on time with family and friends or time spent on other activities you enjoy. By following these guidelines, gambling can be a good time and great entertainment. If you feel at any time that your gambling is taking away from important areas of your life, is causing you stress or depression, or is leading to financial losses that are beyond your control, please reach out for help. Learn more at ResponsibleGambling.org.